Welcome to the Wannabe Gaming Podcast, Episode 5. It's Tuesday, February 5, 2019. I'm Brett Jackson, and joining me is Michael Dewey. Thanks, Brett. I want to remind everybody that if they want to join us on social media, they're more than welcome to. Uh, we have a great Twitter following at WBGCast on Twitter. Again, that's WBGCast on Twitter. If you want to follow us individually, I'm Michael Dewey 99 and Brett is I am Brett Jackson. Um, I also want to do a speaking of Twitter and everything. I want to do a quick shout out to two individuals who have no connection to our awesome Friday night gaming sessions that we always do that have started to engage with us on Twitter. One of which is our very, very first follower. So if anybody else is joining us, um, know that this guy, this guy is with us from the very beginning. That's Rudy Bro 91. So thanks you. And his, his Twitter is hey. I am Rudy Bro. So thanks. Thanks, Rudy. Yeah, thanks. We, we really appreciate it. Yeah, hopefully you're listening to this podcast so you can hear your, your shout out. So woohoo. Way to go, Rudy. The other person that I wanted to give a quick shout out to, um, let me bring it up here real quick, going to our oopsie. Um, our tweets is we had somebody reach out to us and just kind of talk to us on Twitter which was really cool. It's always fun to engage with people who are really interested. And this person was, I read applesauce. So I don't know if it is a guy or girl. It looks like it's a girl anime character. Um, I velve. I'm sorry if I slaughtered that for you, but if you want to follow them as well, it's I read applesauce. So yeah, if you guys are interested, join us on Twitter. What I'm going to start doing is we're actually posting some clips from our Friday night sessions. Um, it's kind of fun, actually. I've started to put on like our Overwatch games and some of our top plays. The truth is, they're their only good plays. The rest of the night's terrible. Um, but uh, but yeah, join us on Twitter. Uh, join the discussion. Talk to us. See uh, what you guys are playing as well. Nobody posts their bad plays on Twitter. <laughs> Should we start doing that? Should we like start just putting some random, really terrible um, plays and just be like, hey? You really want to watch this and someone spends the whole 27 seconds watching at the end just why did i watch that that's how people know it's real it's raw <laughs> people probably get real bored with our page real quick so what are you playing this week brett uh not a lot actually this week's been super busy with work and just kind of getting back from some of the stuff i i'm still like playing celeste here and there uh and then i mean we played anthem on friday night which we'll talk about later and so that's been cool uh and then like some overwatch with with you guys and all that but not anything new so so Um, really quick to give a shout out to dom and you know let people know behind the scenes michael dewey is terrible at spelling okay so usually i will go phonetically i literally one of the worst spellers in the world so when I was going off on the last episode about how to properly spell Celeste, Dom promptly was like, uh, hey, Mike, that's actually how you spell Celeste. And I'm like, well, <laughs> all right, my bad. So if you ever get to I didn't, I wasn't going to say anything, you know, yeah. so, I don't like to call you out. Hey, you know, it's okay. You know, call it for what it is because, uh, you know, the only way I'm going to learn is, uh, you know, public humiliation or something along that line. Maybe I don't I don't know. But yeah, if I end up spelling something super duper easy and you're out there saying, duh, that's just me. So, yeah. Actually, earlier this evening, um, you called IGN ING. <laughs> uh, just, to, just to point out another one. Just to point, point out your faults. <laughs> just, just, you know. 
<laughs> but that's okay. I, I wasn't going to say anything. You know, I'll, We'll go with it. What's funny is my week has actually been kind of the opposite of yours. So um, my girls are both sick. They got group. Uh, I think that's how you say it, group. Um, anyways, they, they got their, their vaccination and then immediately got really sick and they got uh, group. And what group is, if anybody doesn't know, is during the day, they're pretty much fine. Like they have slight fevers, sometimes a high fever, but for the most part during the day, they're fine. It's at the evening that it's terrible. When they start laying down, it's just these they are hacking and coughing and they can't control it and throwing up. And it just at nighttime is complete hell. So they start. That sucks. What was that? That's yeah, really bad. So it's that started like on Friday night ish, Saturday. Uh, Friday night was kind of start of it. Saturday was really rough. I uh, got like three hours of sleep Saturday night. Sunday night was the same thing, about three hours of sleep. And then I didn't go to work on Monday. I stayed home with the girls. And then I stayed home again today with the girls again because I'm staying up so late constantly. My wife's staying up really late. We're getting like no sleep whatsoever. And so. What that means is since I'm home all day with the kids and they can't be active because if they start running around, they start hacking, that we've had to be the bad parents and just do stationary activities, aka TV shows or you know, reading books or anything we can do. And so because of it, when they're on their session, excuse me, their session of video games, or not video games, um, shows, I usually will hop on and play a video game here and there just to try things out. So I've actually been playing more video games this week because my girl's been sick so that that's actually potentially positive on that um and so i actually got to play some of the games we're coming up to talk about later on uh played red dead like normal um and i played some apex legend um again which we'll talk about a little bit later um but i want to do something with you real quick um and i know this is hard medium to do this with but it's it's, hopefully it's going to be funny. We're going to find out. This this could be a complete flop, and so you can laugh at the flop if it's a flop. Um, but we're going to go to Twitter real quick. <laughs> the, speaking of Red Dead, we have another one of our friends. He doesn't play with us in the evenings on Friday nights, uh, usually because he's not really into the games that we play. He likes the single player on their own kind of thing. Um, as well as, you know, usually games are four players, but if we can get him into Overwatch, I still want him to play Overwatch. He, yeah, just not really into it. But anyways, Trevor Lauks, I'll give him a shout out. Also, if anybody cares, he does piano stuff. So 92 Keys, double shout out to him. So Trevor, if you get a whole bunch of followers, that's because of us. Because um, we have such a huge following right now. Um, but anyways, he played Red Dead. So if you go to our Twitter, WBGCast on our Twitter, and go down to February 4, I think, or February 3. Let me double check here. Uh, February 3. And I posted a link or a little video of this Red Dead um, clip that Trevor had taken. And I tagged Trevor. And if you ever want to see what Trevor's music is as well, he's tracking a jackrabbit. And if you've never played the game before, it, it gets really slow-mo. And when you see the tracking, you get really into the tracking aspect. Brett has never seen this clip yet. So, Brett, I want you to turn on your, your sound um, and... Yeah, I'll kind of describe it. Tell me when you hit play and I'll kind of just I'll hit play around the same time. And so I can kind of describe what's being seen and we'll go from there. Okay, it's probably going to come through my microphone. Is that cool? Oh, that's fine. That's perfect. Okay. Fine. Here we go and play. Okay, so yeah, if, for those who aren't able to see it right now or don't have it up on their phone, he's doing tracking. So he's in the forest. He has his bow and arrow out. He's just kind of... Creeping along, following the tracks. 
Oh, gosh. <laughs> and yeah, Man, those- that's he does he play does he play in first person like everything or is it first person because he's hunting? I you know I don't know or- why, um, but I, I I think he probably plays first person the whole time just because it's more immersive. Um, uh, well, yeah, it's not, man, that was that would have made me jump. So if I was for those who didn't see, there's a bobcat. Like you literally have no idea that the bobcat is there. And he's, or it's a mountain lion or cougar. They call it a bobcat on there, but in my mind, a bobcat's like a little tiny thing. This was a straight up cougar. And so, anyways, he's tracking, he's crouching, he's going all slow. And then all of a sudden, he hears like this in the background, and he turns around just in time to have the mountain lion in his face, just ripping his face off. It was hilarious. I showed it to my wife. She screamed. It was great. <laughs> so, yeah. Speaking of Bobcat, did you see the other – or uh, Mountain Lion, did you see the video, the article recently about how the guy in Colorado got attacked by a cougar and he strangled the cougar to death? Oh, man. Yeah. So he – That's one way to do it. He got attacked by a cougar and the way he survived was he literally strangled it with his bare hands while he's being mauled to death. I don't know if I could do that. Like the amount of claws and everything going in your face and just – man. That, yeah, I'd probably – I probably wouldn't make it out. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Uh, I need my my video games to be able to get through that. Anyway, so we can we can move on from the news and stuff. We'll kind of or from the random jibber jabber of fun things. Let's go to some actual news. So let's talk about news. Uh, what's what, what do we first want to talk about? I let's talk about Battlefield because I I'm not we're not really playing Battlefield. Our group hasn't played it for a while, but I just like. We were discussing it a little bit earlier, so we might as well get that out of the way. Um, I know you posted that you were showing us that anti-cheat video, not anti-cheat, but like the, it was like a YouTuber that was like testing out their, <laughs> or calling out cheaters, right? Is that what it was? Yeah, like so- essentially calling out cheaters. It was on, is on the PC side where apparently the anti-cheat system is not really doing much. Exactly. Exactly. So that's what's crazy about this is EA talked about how they were going to crack down on the anti-cheating thing with Battlefield 5. It was going to be this huge thing and they're investing a ton of money in it. Well, turns out that they're not really doing that good of a job. What I'll do is I will link this video on our Twitter. So if you want to watch the video, you can. But the the thing is, is there's some very blatant cheating. What the, the guy was able to do is he would get in a game and when he found somebody he thought was cheating, he would memorize the server quit the game, come back to the server as an observer and follow that player around. And man, it's crazy how blatantly obvious uh, the cheating was. The guy's running around with machine guns, not even scoping or looking down sights, just literally walking around holding down the trigger and it's like headshot, 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 headshot. And that's obvious cheating. And he said he turned him in and after like two weeks, still nothing was happening. They were doing hacks where they would be able to see uh, wall hacks where they'd be able to see where like people were um, on the map. So the map, they'd be able to see, hey, I know there's an enemy on the other side of this wall just by looking at their map and then come around the corner and kill them right away. And it just is kind of, I don't know, what it made me think with Battlefield 4 or Battlefield 5 is that maybe EA just doesn't care anymore. Maybe they realize that this game was a complete flop and they don't even want to maintain it or try to have any sort of semblance and they just want to have everybody forget it and move on to the next game whenever the next game comes out because they keep going back and forth with all these patches and making all these 
community people mad. And then they're not even addressing the cheating aspect on the PC. Uh, yeah, I mean, weren't well, maybe you'll remember, wasn't there something about um, PC being able to play with Xbox? Like they're making it cross compatible. Um, was that was Battlefield one of those games that you could cross be cross compatible with? Uh, not that I can remember. I, I'm not sure if I've ever heard anything about that or not, but it hasn't it hasn't been in the past, I don't believe, um, for cross play. Not because they that wasn't like a holdup of some of the other games where it's like, no, Sony won't play ball or like whatever. That I just don't think Battlefield has ever went there. Um, do, do you really think it's that bad? Like, do you really think it's that like, I mean, the cheating stuff for sure on PC is that's rough. Like in that, especially in that video, like you can clearly tell that like, yeah, these guys are aimbotting and like some of them are using wall hacks and like it's, it's rough. I don't know how prevalent that has been in previous Battlefields. Uh, cause I don't really follow like the hardcore scene of battlefield or the PC side for a matter of fact at all. Um, but I would imagine it's better on console just because you don't have like the ability to do certain things that you can on the PC side. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know what the state of battlefield is. They haven't really voiced anything in terms of obviously they're not bragging about numbers or anything. Um, yeah, especially how it's gone sale then, again for 30 bucks. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and it went on sale to thirty pretty quick. So I uh, I don't know. It's it's got to be rough. I'm just wondering where. I don't know if it has a place in the market right now for even there. I don't, there's not even a ton of new shooters. I mean, you have Black Ops Four that came out, and it's like I think that's doing okay, but you don't see that a ton either. I mean, you compared to Fortnite, I guess it just dominates everything. Um, but I don't know. I just don't think Battlefield has a place in the market, especially without a Battle Royale that has any traction because uh, it's not out yet. And it's like by the time they get it out, I don't see I don't see anybody hopping onto Battlefield for their Battle Royale. And I don't I don't know. I just don't think it's going to do much to move the needle. They needed it at launch to have a chance, I think. And even at launch, I'm not sure if that would have made people buy a $60 game because uh, you have Fortnite. And you have Black Ops 4, which is $60, yeah, but on the PC side, they did the, you know, they cut zombies out and they let you buy it for cheaper um, to get access to Blackout. Yeah. And then, and now we're going to talk about this in, in a second. Ape, you now have Apex, which is a new Battle Royale on the scene from EA also, a matter of fact. So I don't know where Battlefield sits right now. It, it doesn't look great, but I mean, I'm and I'm still not completely done with it, probably. I would love to go back to it when they start adding some more maps and some different types of content. I just hope it doesn't completely die, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. But I, I guess moving on from that, we should talk about Apex because uh, this just dropped uh, yeah, a couple Monday. days ago. I'm not sure. Yeah, Monday. Okay. I, I wasn't sure exactly what day, but um, yeah, I've been watching some people stream it and you said you played it uh, today. So the, uh, I guess this has been in development for the past couple years at respawn. So the guys who made Titanfall and Titanfall two Titanfall one was an Xbox exclusive. Uh, didn't do great. I thought um, it was awesome though. I loved it. Titanfall one. Yeah, it was awesome. It, a, a lot of people liked it. Both Titanfall and Titanfall two are both like really well <laughs> received games, both like critically acclaimed. It's just that Titanfall one launched around like, you know, Xbox one didn't have a great start. And that was kind of like, 
Why is this on anything else? Why did you put it on Xbox? Um, but yeah, we had a great time with it. Titanfall 2 was a great game with a great campaign and they kind of sent it out to die in the midst of a bunch of other games. They they sent it out like right in the middle of the Battlefield. I don't know which. It must have been Battlefield 1 and I don't know which Call of Duty was coming out, but yeah, whatever was I don't around that time of Battlefield 1. But it it just like it was a great game. All the reviewers were like, "Wow, this campaign's amazing!" And the multiplayer's like pretty much Titanfall one, but up to eleven with a ton more stuff. And nobody bought it, uh, so it sucks. And and I feel like they 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 should have gotten more recognition. I think for some of the stuff that they were trying and doing because it was a good game. But yeah, nobody bought it, so it didn't get any traction. So I guess this is the game that they've been working on since then, and they've also said that yeah titanfall 3 it sounds like it might have been in development as well from talking to like from reading a few articles from people but uh they're not planning on that at the moment i don't know if the this is obviously set in the titanfall yeah, universe that. but it there's no there's no titans uh so it doesn't necessarily feel yeah there's also no wall walking and no double jump either yeah and and from i mean you'll you can speak to it probably since you've played it a bit to see how I, i'm interested to hear what you thought of it but to me so far watching some footage it feels like the most like blackout to me uh, and i've played blackout with brian a couple times and it's like this feels like that but with maybe a little bit of the flair and the art from titanfall because uh, the level design and that kind of stuff like is similar to titanfall there's there's a lot of verticality and a lot of the textures and colors and stuff like reminds me of some of the titanfall maps. yeah so but yeah, I, mean, I what are your it, thoughts on yeah, it? Yeah, you you hit pretty much everything that I was wanting to hit on. The things that were surprising me that I actually because I never followed this game. I to be truth be told, I didn't know about Apex Legend until you mentioned it um like this morning. I mean, no, well, nobody did. They hadn't talked about this. They they just dropped oh, it wow. blind. Um, like this was they announced they announced this. They they teased it like this weekend and said we have something special for you. And then on Monday they were like. Hey, by the way, we've been we have this new game and it's launching right now. Uh, and I got I I read a an article from a press event guy that was there like the week before or something or two weeks before whatever, testing the game and playing the game. And then they they said like, oh, by the way, this is launching next week. And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> so yeah, but anyways, but yeah, nobody knew that this was coming out um, until yesterday. So. Um, yeah, yeah what are so your thoughts? <laughs> things that were rather interesting. I mean, I've played PUBG. I haven't played Fortnite. Uh, never really was drawn to the cartoony, colory, teeny bop kind of game. It felt like for Fortnite, I kind of prefer my games a little <laughs> bit more serious sometimes with that with the battle royale type games. Um, so that's going to hurt us on Twitter, Mike. <laughs> I yeah, that's going to hurt us on Twitter. <laughs> but that's okay. There goes our two followers. <laughs> um, so. What things that I liked about this though is I like the battle royale type game. I had a lot of fun with PUBG the few nights that we played it, even though the whole night I got zero kills. Like it yeah. was it was terrible, um, but I like the concept. And what I like about this game is I felt like they've really polished it out a lot. There's only two, four, six, eight classes. Or uh, two, four, yeah, eight. There's eight total um, characters you can play. Uh, with those characters, they all have passive abilities, a um, strategic ability, and then an ultimate ability. So that's something that's unique to this game, this battle royale, than others, is it kind of brings in the aspect of a hero class as well. 
So you actually have a tank in this class, you have healers in the class, and you have DPS, and then you have somewhat of support. There's two support classes, two DPA, three DPS classes, one tank class, and two healers, if I got my math right. Um, and yeah, when I when you start out, you play the healers are the obviously the easiest ones. Um, I like the aspect of the ultimates. The ultimates aren't overpowered too extremely to where you you know you're only gonna have one uh, character that you want to play all the time. That being said, as well, it's a character selection when you go in. So it's made up of teams of three. So that's going to be rough for us uh, when we play on Friday nights. The truth is, we'll probably only be playing this game while Dom is on moving sabbatical from Hawaii. <laughs> Wait, so exactly? It's, yeah, it's only three. three. That's the max. Oh, okay. That's that sucks. But I, yeah, yeah. I guess so we'll see. I wonder if they'll change. I, I wonder if they'll they change do. that I hope they eventually. Move it to four at least because that's. Like I said, that's kind of the – they probably need more characters before they're willing to bump it to four because, like I said, there's only um, eight total characters you can play. And when you first start playing, two of them you can't actually play. You have to unlock enough uh, currency in the game to be able to play them. So really, you're only choosing between six okay. different players. And uh, one of them is a support and one of them is a DPS that you can't play uh, right away. And they seem kind of cool. One of the DPS actually looks like – um breaking bad chemistry type kind of guy <laughs> so um but anyways so <laughs> you have teams of three you again get dropped out of the plane like normal uh but one thing i like that was always hard with PUBG is when you first get dropped you all drop independently so you're all yelling drop drop go 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 now 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 you know out of the plane and then you're all trying to figure out wait where are we going yeah, yeah. you know where who, who's who's leading and trying to figure all that out well, when you start, you oh, actually, sorry, I want to back up just a smidge. You with the with the player selection thing, it is um, your team of three. It randomly selects who gets to choose the character first, and then second, and then third. So if you're third person picking, you may not get a person you want to play with. So if Brian always wants to play a junk rat type of player, he may not be able to do that if he ever just plays randomly. So oh, so it's like a it's like a draft. Yeah, is it random? Completely like random. First I haven't found anything that specified it not being random because I picked first one time and third twice uh, after that. And so it was, it was very odd. Um, but anyway, so you choose your players, okay. then you get dropped. Um, there's a total of, I think like 50 something players who are playing in a map at a time. Uh, so that's like, what is that? Like nine, 10, 12, something squads or something or more than that. 15 squads. Um, anyways, I can't do mental math quickly. Uh, another thing. So I can't spell and I can't do math. So, what, what am I good for? Nothing. Um, that's <laughs> yeah, that's why you went into podcasting. Um, ironically, <laughs> that's why I went into marketing. You can just talk the whole time. You don't have to do the, the other stuff. Um, but uh, but anyways, one of the best features is when there's one person who, again, is randomly chosen to be the drop person. And so when they're flying across, everybody can use their, their right bumper to say, hey, go here. Hey, go here. This is where I want to go. But the person who's the ultimate drop person says, we drop now, and they push X, and everybody drops out, and you're all linked together. So um, that one person is controlling how fast you descend or where you're going and guides everybody as a team down. Now, you can break off of that if you want to. As a player, you can hold X and break off and go. But what's nice is you don't have to. You can just kind of relax and chill all the way down, and you're good to go, and you're all together as a team. So That's nice. Yeah, well... That's one of the problems. <laughs> Not that it matters, but we're no, we don't play battle royale games that much, and I've only really played Blackout 
with Brian a few times and PUBG with a few of us, but only a couple times. And it seems like for us amateurs that that's one <laughs> we always get separated uh, like half the matches because like we're like, wait, go over here, wait, go over here. And then we're not really good at dropping. And yeah, that that is nice that they just uh, have you all be together. And I, from the streams, it's like it looks really cool when they're like all in unison and it makes you turn at the same time. It looks like a SEAL team like yeah, dropping. No, it's, like, it's pretty oh, cool. God. It also has better graphics, loading graphics than PUBG where when you jump out of your plane in PUBG, you'd have random glitches where you think you see somebody, but you're not sure if you see another enemy falling with you around the same time. But this one, when you're falling, you can free look around and there's a bright color following the group of three. Every th- one of the three people is, has a trail of a color. So you can quickly, as you're falling, look and see how many other people are coming with you or going in the same direction and you can adjust accordingly really quickly. So they did a good job with that. Um, that's nice. The map was pretty intuitive. Um, everything else is pretty much straightforward PUBG type battle royal games where you pick up items, you pick up um, adapters to your weapons to make them more strong, you pick up armor. Uh, the guns felt really good. They had a lot of weight to them, similar to the Titanfall guns. You know, in all the Titanfall one and two, you felt like there was enough weight to the gun when they're shooting a nice recoil that you felt like there was actually you're. you're connected to the gun there's not that disconnect oh hold on something just fell out of my microphone oh my. <laughs> it was my headphones my, I hit my cord and my cord fell out anyways so you have a nice feel with the guns nice recoil etc etc range seems pretty good um ultimate seem pretty well balanced uh that's the thing that i want to mention is the ultimates aren't like with like destiny or any other shooters your ultimate is like i'm gonna go wipe out everyone but rather the medic is yeah, their yeah. ultimate. You want to drop it immediately because they'll have items that are heavy in defense. So you get like epics in defense from that drop. So yeah, you want to use it as quickly and often as possible. So you get better items and better gear. Um, the other thing too with the game that I found is really oh, important cool. to stay in a group because the game is pretty well balanced that you can fight anybody and beat anybody and there's not like a lot of extra skill needed unless unless the team has stayed together gotten items together because if you get fully decked out in purples very hard to kill somebody by yourself um we play i played one game and made it to the third uh, i was the third squad left and we were we were a scrub group of people together, and we were actually doing pretty good. It was my very first game I ever played, and we took out a whole bunch of people. We were doing great, and then we came across a team that had pretty well established himself. And one guy kind of came in, and I mean, I was nailing this guy constantly, but it did hardly anything. He came in, killed one guy, and then came and killed me. And so you want to make sure you're, yeah, the armor's a huge thing. So you, the medics are not a sexy class to have just because a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to be a medic, but it's really, really valuable. The other thing about the game that I thought was awesome is with PUBG, when you die, you're kind of out of the game. You know, you don't really care. You get up, go get a drink, go get on Facebook, get on Twitter, whatever, just sit there till the rest of your team is dead and then start over, right? This game is a lot different. When you die, you actually have a shield. If you picked up a shield, you can hold up a shield and crawl. And so you can crawl to your your teammates and be shielding yourself from incoming fire still. So you don't get taken out right away. And your death timer is a lot longer. Um, 
So you can crawl for quite a while before you die. Also, if you do die, your teammate can pick up your banner, run it back to a depot, and you can respawn. So you, they can respawn you if you die, if they pick up your banner. If the other team loots you, though, you lose your banner. Yeah, I thought I think that's the thing watching people stream it today a little bit was the most interesting to me about it just because I feel like we're really messy when we play other battle royales and we always end up running into those situations where one person dies, but we don't necessarily like get crushed in a team fight. So if like we could realistically now just get that person back up and like go for a while longer in the match, which I feel like would be less boring for exactly. the person or two that get knocked out. Uh, but yeah, and it sounds like, and and it, I mean, it's, it's cool because then you drop with nothing again. <laughs> so then it's like, oh, do you share stuff or do you like go try and find a new spot that maybe hasn't been looted yet? Or so I, that's really interesting to me. Uh, yeah, it sucks that it's three people, but we'll have to try it uh, maybe one of these nights just to see what it's about. Maybe Friday if if we yeah, can that's get what I was thinking. Is this Friday? I hope we can play that one a little bit because I do want to try playing with you with you guys as a team to see how what we what we do. Um, I played with Trevor Laux today. I played two rounds with him. He he played the other night as well. So he plays too. So oh, cool. theoretically, if we got one more person, we could have two uh, two squads of three all playing together on the on a team chat kind of thing. Um, but yeah, we <laughs> we joined yeah, a game. We got stuck. Um, we got set with this guy who had already a ton of kills, been playing like crazy. And so he wanted to go to a certain area. He took us to this area. And as we're going down, I'm looking around and I'm telling Trevor, I see like three other squads going to the same location. This is going to be rough, Trevor. And he's like, oh, okay. And we get there and we can't find a gun to save our life. We are running everywhere. Trevor and I have no guns. <laughs> we come across this other guy who doesn't have a gun. And so he comes up to me and punches me. I'm backing up. I punch him once. And Trevor it comes running in from the other room like, I'm coming, Mike. I'm coming. And we end up like meleeing each other. The other guy <laughs> ends up killing me, but Trevor reses me up. But yeah, we spend half the game trying to find guns. And we, we, we end up both dying before we even get a gun because the guy took us into a, a small area with few buildings and tons and tons of other squads coming in. So it was impossible to get anything. So, yeah, you got to be a little bit more strategic with that kind of stuff. Um, you also look like you take a lot more damage, by the way, outside the ring in this one. Because in like PUBG, it would you know simulate death, but it, it would you would oh, have to really okay. hang out outside for a long time to really die. This one, it took probably a tenth of your health off for every second you were outside of the of the circle. Um, so you. Yeah, you, it was real important that you stayed in there. Oh, man, okay. Um, that one time that I was saying, by the way, where I was going up against a guy who had all fully geared out stuff, I had just been brought back and I had a pistol. So it was me, ungeared pistol guy versus fully geared guy. So I think that's also why I definitely died pretty quickly. But um, but yeah, no, it's it's honestly, it seems like a fun game. It seems very clean. Did that's not cool. see a lot of glitches. Didn't see a lot with loading times. Um Everything was pretty fluid. It's a very straightforward game. Um, yeah, the ultimates were pretty cool. Uh, that's one of the guys you can't play. He can cast um, decoys. So he like clones himself and it's like holographic projection. And so he... 
Oh yeah, I saw somebody playing him on stream earlier oh, today. Wow, and so somebody's already it, unlocked him. Yeah, it, I, well, it was press, so I don't know if you know maybe they have accounts that have been going for a while. I'm not sure, um, but it it is really cool though. Like you can just do these little clone guys that kind of like I I would imagine after a while maybe like good players will I don't know I can't see it from the other perspective to see like if it's easy to see like which one's which or I don't know, but it it looked cool in the moment. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, honestly, it seems like a cool guy. Um, you have like a mage-ish looking warlock chick. Um, one thing that was kind of weird that I didn't like about the game, you know, just to give honest critiques, is I didn't like how you couldn't, when you chose your class of a character, um, they all felt fairly similar. So like you had a black chick who was a medic, and then you also had a black chick who was an assault person, but you didn't have like a black dude who was an assault person or like a white dude that was an assault person. You, your assault options were a black chick, a white chick, or um, the guy who's from Breaking Benjamin, Breaking Bad kind of thing that you can't um, play yet. And so he's all like decked out in chemistry looking stuff. Then you had um, the tank, who is this big Samoan burly guy. And then you had the hunter, which is like a support class, I want to say. Um, but I didn't play him, but what was kind of interesting about him, by the way, about his abilities, side note, is... Um, he can track people so he tracks cold so not like right when they're first there but if he comes to an area he can see when someone was in the area um so yeah he seems like he'd be kind of a cool one but he's like completely decked out you don't know what he is if he's a guy or a girl or anything but it just felt like they didn't have as much broad character it's not a lot of variety yeah there, i mean well that that one of the thing that people were complaining on stream and I mean, they, I watched somebody that was going through skins too. Uh, it's really set up similar to the way Overwatch is almost like you go in there and there's like, oh, here's all the skins you can buy. And there's like legendary, epic, blue, and then regular ones. And like, they're literally all the same. <laughs> um, exactly. There's a, there's a few ones that like are a little different, but it's not, it's not like Overwatch. It's like, oh, this legendary one, he, like one of them is like, the legendary is like, oh, he has like a, a mask on his eyes and like everything else is like pretty much the same and it's like and it costs like legendary prices so it's like i don't know i don't i think they had some work to do maybe on the visual aspect for the characters specifically um and maybe the weapons too there i didn't i don't know if there's a ton of variety there but it looks like that was the thing that people were ragging on today including just being mad at microtransactions but i'm not really sure where it stands i haven't poked around enough to know if it's like way overpriced or i mean it's a free game so exactly. like you don't have to engage engage with it if you don't want to but and all the microtransactions um, but yeah. seem to be cosmetic yeah yeah as far as i'm aware they are i think people were just like these are too expensive and they're not worth the money but it's like yeah don't don't buy them um and i don't know it looks interesting though i feel like uh from what i can tell it is really similar probably mostly to blackout but it it almost feels like it's more of a complete game than Blackout, just because it feels like they added a lot of the stuff with the the characters and the abilities and the stuff around that. But then also with like the looting, they have the color code, the color coded like, oh, this is an epic or this is a legendary, which is really cool. It, it's at least interesting to me as like a person who hasn't played a lot of any of them to be like, oh, this maybe is easier to spot like that. This is an upgrade instead of like having to stand there for a really long time and like compare everything uh it, it just has a little bit more flavor than blackout i think uh 
So I don't know. It's interesting to me. I would love to try it uh, hopefully this this weekend. One other thing, by the way, that was kind of strange is when you climb or when you jump up to something, it doesn't really show the animation as much of like seeing your hands go up and grab the ledge and pull yourself up. So it felt weird oh, yeah. and it felt like you didn't know how high you could jump or what you could jump up on. So that was something that was kind of weird with the with the game. But other than that, honestly, and it seemed like a really fun game. I would love to play. I would I would say, hey, let's go play tonight after we're done kind of thing because it was that much fun. No, yeah, I at least. Yeah, for sure. I want to try it and I want to have I'll have more of an opinion on it for sure. Like after I play it for a few rounds and test it out. But yeah, it looks fun. Uh, so go try it if you if you're into Battle Royales. It's free and it's out um, on pretty much everything. So go test it out. Apex Legends. Yeah. Apex. Um, but anyways, let's let's talk about game streaming because yeah. uh, that's the hot that's the hot topic this year um, and last and last year a little bit. But yeah, I guess the the article that I saw this a little bit ago. This was from January, but I think we almost talked about this in a previous week, but it didn't make the cut. Is is Apple, um, funny enough, I guess, is reportedly planning a gaming subscription service. And I'm not sure. There's not a lot of details here. I'm reading on IGN just about there's there's rumors going around that Apple is discussing plans for a gaming subscription service. I'm not sure if that means uh, stuff that they would already have, like, you know, they obviously they can probably already stream like iOS stuff. I don't I don't even know if that's a thing. Uh, they probably don't need to, but I I would imagine it's more similar to what Google has also experimenting with. Uh, they were experimenting with this at the end of last year with Assassin's Creed, uh, and I actually tried that one. The Google I forget what they called it, but they basically sent out codes for Assassin's Creed Odyssey uh, to certain people and if you wanted to test it out you could try the game for free and it would just stream it through chrome uh and i tested that out on my on my pc and my laptop which doesn't even have a like a dedicated gpu in it so it's not it's not really able to run that game very well regardless and it kind of worked fine which kind of blew my mind a little bit (laughs) um obviously it wasn't very high res um and i want to say like the frame rate was probably similar to maybe like if I'm having a decent quality stream from my Xbox one to my PC. Uh, Cause I do that every once in a while and that's totally playable. <laughs> hmm. um, there was, there was a few hiccups, but uh, beyond that, it's like, you could tell, Whoa, like they, they have the tech to do this. Like they're almost there and it's Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So it's not like a, you know, it's not, it's a new title and it's a pretty graphically intensive title that they're doing this with. Um, so I don't know. It's interesting. And then obviously the, the other article you linked was the Microsoft's X cloud is what they call it. At least that's what the, I don't know if that's a code yeah, I think name it's code or name right now. If that's actually what they're calling it. Yeah. And that's supposed to be, you know, I don't, I don't know what Microsoft's planning on doing with their streaming service. Cause it's like PlayStation has uh PlayStation now, which already does some streaming of older titles. I don't think it's new stuff. And that's been that's been around for a while, but at least from what I've heard, I have never tried it. But there's there's never been that much good press around it. I don't think it works that well. But it's also not for new titles, so you're not going to get a bunch of hype around you know playing PlayStation Three games on over the internet. It's it's all about I think when the first player moves into here are all the new AAA titles that are coming out, and you can play them on 
whatever you want. <laughs> or you can play them on a $50 box that you bought, you know, because you don't need horsepower. You just need something that's connected to the internet. Uh, I don't know. But nobody's made that jump yet. And I think it's it remains to be seen who gets there first. I feel like Microsoft is in the best place to be there first because they already have Xbox. They have the ecosystem. They have Xbox Live. They already have the users. They already have the brand in that space. But I also feel like Microsoft has attempted to do a lot of new tech things and not followed through all the way yeah. um, in the past. So I think that's that's my caveat with thinking about Microsoft. So here's my question is specifically yeah. with Xbox. What is the difference between Xbox All Access and a streaming service? Yes, I understand the fact that All Access is you'd be downloading it onto your Xbox physically. Oh, you mean Game Pass? Or Game Pass, excuse me. Yes, thank you. Um, so if you had Xbox Game Pass, you'd be downloading the physical game on digitally. Like you had a digital copy of the game, you could play it as long as you wanted. The streaming service Correct. is there'd be no more physical game. You would just like say, click a, an icon and say, I'm going to play this game. and It would immediately load. So the servers yeah. on Xbox are handling the weight of the game there and everybody's mm -hmm. connecting that way. So that would require having and needing a stronger internet line. Yeah, correct. Yeah. You'd need, you need, I don't know what the recommended stats are going to be for that. Like in terms of how much bandwidth you need to, or if there's varying degrees of bandwidth, which determines, you know, what resolution you can pump through the thing. I don't know, but I feel like, or you go I was ahead. Say, does that affect you know how you have the issue right now where you download too much stuff and your internet provider gets all frustrated with you and stuff does that could this potentially affect that where you now can't play games as much if you are somebody who you know we're gonna say poor oh, for sure <laughs> I, I i would think i mean i I have a terabyte cap on mine monthly uh, through Comcast, and I feel like a lot of people probably have that a similar setup. Um, I, Brian, who's over in Arizona, that's my brother. He plays with us on Friday nights. Um, he also has a cap, and I feel like he's talked to me about he gets close to hitting his cap every once in a while now because he watches so much Netflix <laughs> or because he has like 4K TV yeah, now. Yeah, they stream on 4K. So he'll... So he'll stream 4K when it's available and it's like it just takes more bandwidth and takes more uh, space to pump all that through the internet. So I I hit mine based on downloading games too much, like not lately, but when I some months if I'm like really playing a lot of stuff or that kind of thing and I'm not buying discs, then I can get close. I have to actually watch it, but uh, I, I don't usually get close, but we also don't have our main TVs are not 4K, so we we're probably only like 1080p a lot of times probably 720p because we don't pay for fancy netflix either um but yeah so i it's not really a problem yet but i could totally see it becoming a problem as soon as anything like this becomes mainstream uh maybe not a huge problem for everybody but i it's definitely going to be you know in the next few years as this stuff starts to come out and as uh hulu and netflix and all those other stream and amazon and all those other media providers like start as 4K becomes more mainstream, yeah, even without gonna... games, this is going to become a problem. <laughs> um, so I feel like that's not really that's not really Microsoft and Google and whoever is pumping the games out. That's not really their problem to solve, I guess, because we have the speed available. You can purchase the speed. It's just that it's up to the internet providers to maybe come up with 
a different solution to how they charge you for that much data. Because right now, the only solution, at least for Comcast, is just like you can go up to a terabyte and that's it. And then if you go over, you have to pay. It's it's pretty expensive to pay the monthly thing to get an uncapped rate. And I would love it if they just maybe added like another tier or two on like or or for that matter, just give you more data because they they're probably making way more than they need to be making on that data. The internet sucks in America compared to a lot of other countries. Seriously. Um, and it's all because of the internet providers. But at the very least, I feel like they need to at least start either upping those caps a bit or having like another tier or two for like people that don't need unlimited, but just like have 4K TVs <laughs> because that that's a thing now. And it's going to be more of a thing as time goes on. But yeah, I anyways, the but the game streaming aside side of that is very interesting. I, I think to your point, when you talk about Game Pass, I feel like I'm not sure exactly what they're trying to do. But in my mind, it's like that it's just part of Game Pass or or something, an iteration of Game Pass. I don't know if xCloud is going to be this separate service. It seems kind of it seems like it'd be confusing if they had xCloud and Xbox Live and Game Pass that are all different subscriptions. Seriously. It's almost even it's almost even confusing just with Xbox Live Gold and Game Pass because you like oh you have to pay this to play online and you get free games with this but you can pay this one to get a bunch of games for free but you can't play online unless you have this other one. <laughs> like and they don't bundle them so it's it's really weird. I wish they just had one but I I understand it would probably be more expensive because it, because Game Pass is a really good value because there's so many games but I feel like at least xCloud should be like combined into Game Pass. Like it's not its own product. It's just technology that is behind Game Pass now where maybe the, maybe there's an option in your Game Pass subscription to be like, can I, I can download this game if I have a device that supports that, like an Xbox One, and then you'll get the best experience. But if I don't have an Xbox One or I don't want to download, then I can stream it through the internet. Uh, and it, it might be, you know, a varying quality compared to a download on an Xbox One console, but I can still have the option. That I feel like that's probably what it looks like. And maybe not every game supports it, like right off. Maybe, maybe if brand new AAA like Forza Horizon or something comes out, maybe that doesn't support streaming right away. I don't know if the tech is going to be there for every single game, but it would be cool to go buy a fifty dollar like xbox stick and yeah. plug that into your tv and be like i'm just going to play all these game pass games for 10 bucks a month uh or take that on the road with you to a motel or it, it would be there's so many things that open up to and to a lot more people as well to get them just into the xbox ecosystem as a subscriber uh, so i think that's their goal it just remains to be seen if they are the first people to market that doesn't that, that don't suck with it because I'm not. I'm not really sure. I don't know what their tech is. We'll we'll see. I'm I'm assuming we'll probably see it in the next couple of years as the new consoles come out. There's rumors that the next console generation for them looks like more than one device, uh, and maybe one of those devices is a way cheaper device um, because it just streams stuff. But I don't know if that'll actually happen. So, but I yeah. So looking at at our time, um, I want to make sure we have two other topics that we want to talk about. Um, and one of them is definitely a longer one, which is the Anthem demo impressions and stuff. So do we want to do a quick run through of Xbox Live coming to Switch and what that might mean in terms of multiplayer capabilities for Nintendo games 
and how and when we think that might be implemented? Um, I, I guess my thoughts on this are, I, I don't really view this as more than Microsoft wants people on Xbox Live, obviously. So it makes sense for them to bring that to every platform. You already have games on iOS and Android in certain places, and even on Switch with like Minecraft, I believe already has an Xbox Live sign-in, maybe. I could be wrong about that, but I think that might already be there. But that's obviously just based on the game itself. That's not like a platform thing. And that's not leveraging you to use your Xbox Live party stuff on a Switch or a scenario like that. I think that's what they want to do. I don't know if that means anything beyond that. Anything beyond, oh, the, the stuff that's really specific to Xbox Live, like friends lists and party chat, and sharing and social i i i kind of take it as just that but not necessarily like not bringing anything from nintendo over to xbox not bringing any games which way like just the xbox live framework and that's it um if it creates maybe you'll be you'll be playing mario party or smash and be like oh brett just came online and he's playing something on xbox yeah exactly and maybe Reminder, I can chat with oh, him from my Switch. Like maybe maybe I can chat with him while I'm playing Mario Party while he's playing Halo over there. Like maybe maybe it creates an opportunity like that, which would be awesome. And I don't think that steps on anybody's toes or creates any anything that's not that doesn't make sense. I think it just makes it easier for everybody. Um, and it also makes it easier if Microsoft games are on other platforms like Nintendo Switches, like you can have Xbox Live already there for those games and the achievements are already there and the party chat is already there. Like, And if crossplay is already there, which it already is for some games, it's like, it just makes it easier. Um, the only thing that I would add to it though is, you know, you think, oh, that'd be great, you know, because now I can be on a party and play my, my Switch game while talking to my friends who are playing Xbox. You can kind of already do that with your phone. If you download the Xbox app on your phone, and then you can join that way with a pair of headphones, you know? So I yeah. don't know. I, mm-hmm. well, it almost I think, seems a little redundant. I think, well, and I, I almost, that's what I'm saying. I think, I think it's just like a slight next iteration of what they already do, uh, which is just get Xbox live everywhere. It's already almost everywhere. Um, gotcha. obviously it's, it's not going to be on PlayStation, but that's Sony's deal. And I mean, they can do that cause they're crushing it. Um, but yeah, it, I, I would love to see more cooperation, though, between the platforms because cross-play is awesome and it's great for the industry. It's great for the longevity of games. Mine is PC to console. I am personally very against the uh, cross-platform PC to uh, console. And the main reason why is kind of what we talked about at the beginning of the show with PCs being easier to hack and to um, oh, yeah. have cheats what with. It- what if there's options like uh, some some games have done it where they'll they'll do it like Rocket League has this they have crossplay but you can specifically go in and like say I don't want to play with anybody that's on PC or not on my platform that kind of thing. Oh, I'm uh, fine with that for sure. If, you, if and, there's as long as there's yeah. an option to choose, that's my biggest thing. Like for instance, uh, Sea of Thieves. I'm not sure if this is in the game yet or not, but there was an article that I recently read on how they're actually adding in an option. That lets you choose if you don't want to play with people on PC from console. Oh, which I feel like we need to do that and see if we're better at combat. Yeah, and 
and if we can do that, then yeah, like let's go try and play because all the streamers are on PC, uh, so we can go play with the <laughs> the console peasants, um, <laughs> which we are. So very that, much. But so. yeah, I agree with you. I I feel like crossplay, at least if it's done like that with options uh, to not push you against people that are using different input devices, I think it's it just it's just helpful for every everybody. I'm also kind of curious. Okay, so this is going to make me sound like a terrible person, so I apologize for this, but. I always think of like strategic strategies and advantages and all that kind of stuff. It's kind of why I like games is I immediately jump to the first thoughts and first impressions, even if they seem kind of outlandish on things. So I was wondering if that new adaptive controller for Xbox could potentially be an an advantage for somebody who does not have a disability. (laughs) You know, have you seen the adaptive controller? I have, but I don't know. At least as far as the the way I believe it works, I don't think I don't think that that's the case because I think that the way that that works is it's pretty much just a mapping device. Uh, it's not like a, yeah, and the buttons are bigger and all the, that kind of stuff. But it's just essentially like mapping all the buttons to different things. So like it's still it's not like a mouse or something like that. It's still the same buttons. Yeah. Well, I'll have to look at one but, just to see what it's like. Who knows? Maybe I'll become better if I maybe maybe I do have a handicap and I need I need that to help me be better. Who knows? Um, so, anyways, let's move forward to the last one, just because. All right. I think that's going to be a longer one. So this con- this this podcast might be a little bit long to this time. So apologize for anybody who doesn't want to listen to the full um, time. If you're wanting to listen just to the anthem demo portion, um, that's coming up now. We we had the opportunity to play the anthem demo with the four of us last Friday. Uh, Brett and Dom were the only ones that were able to do the pre-order or EA access one the weekend prior to that. And so when they came into this um, this weekend, they had all three Titans unlocked or uh, all three Colossuses or Uh, what are they called again? Javelins. Javelins. Thank you. They had all three Javelins unlocked. So they had the tank. They had the or was it four? Is it four or three? Uh, It actually is four, but everybody starts with the Ranger. So you would unlock three additional. Okay. Yeah, so so they had all four that they could play. Um, so it was kind of nice, actually, because within the four of us, we all played the different roles. I stuck with the Ranger one because I thought the Ranger one was kind of fun. Um, Brett did Tank. Um, Brian did the Assassin-type class, and Dom did the Wizard-type class. So we all got to play. Um, and so I it was my first impression actually playing the game. And I will say I was much more impressed and much more entertained than I thought I would be, for sure. Um, I was preemptively judging it to be a lot like Destiny beforehand. And I actually think afterwards that it's not like Destiny hardly at all. Um, I mean, it's very beautiful to look at like Destiny, but really outside of that, there's not much. Um, The artwork of the armor is similar to Destiny, but yeah, the gameplay, the uh, actual missions you're running, things like that. I think we're pretty good. So uh, I don't know where you want to start necessarily with it, with your review or where, I mean, you, where your thoughts on it are. <laughs> let's do what we did last week. Let's start with the positives <laughs> and then, and then we can go uh, South. Um, okay. I feel like for me, I, I actually really enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to enjoy it. I feel like, like you said it, I, I almost wonder if this does them a disservice in a way, because I, came into it kind of expecting destiny. And I think a lot of most of the people that don't know exactly what this is, including myself are probably coming in with that idea. Um, And it is not 
like Destiny, and it's it doesn't feel like it's supposed to be like Destiny either, uh, because the guns actually like kind of control like crap <laughs> if you are used to the guns in Destiny, which are really really solid. And some of, some of my favorite guns, honestly, are probably shooting in Destiny. Uh, they they do it really well. I mean, it's Bungie. They do they've been doing guns for a long long time. Um, I think with Anthem, it's more about the abilities, and it's more about the the synergy between both your classes in your group and the synergy between like what abilities you have equipped based on the items you have and kind of the combos you can make around that. And it plays a lot more like Diablo or Path of Exile or one of uh, like a third person action version of one of those type of looter games. It does not really feel as much like a destiny, which is more of a, a solid looter shooter and Anthem feels like a looter shooter because the shooting's not that great. Um, <laughs> yeah, I will, I will admit the, the shooting, all the guns feel the same uh, when you're shooting them, yeah, the so machine far. Guns, light machine guns, heavy machine guns. You don't feel much difference in terms of impact with them. Um, pistols seem, yeah, everything kind of feels like you're throwing attack. It's like, yeah, it's, it's not great. Like, I mean, it's, it didn't really bother me a ton because the focus is so outside of the guns in the moment to moment gameplay, uh, that it's, it's not the worst. And I mean, you can mow them down, but man, I wish they were a little bit better. Uh, the only one that I found that was different is the rail gun. Cause it like starts really slow and you kind of got a tick, 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 and it's awful. I hated it. So I swapped, um, <laughs> but yeah it's, i was gonna say the sniper is pretty strong too that was kind of fun when you have to charge up when you charged up the sniper that was that felt really good and felt very powerful i didn't try that um, one but it only felt good on stationary targets because it was yeah i was not very good at shooting things far away is there like is there anything else that you liked about it besides i i like the combat like the flow of everything feels pretty good uh at least when it works and i like the group mechanics um there's a lot i like the there's difficulty. a lot of good about it yeah, difficulty as well. That's a good point, uh, which um, it Destiny doesn't have, uh, at yeah. least beyond a few options. I believe you can do like a hard version of the strikes and and that kind of thing. But there's a lot of options in Anthem. Yeah, with Anthem, you know, you, there was a lot of levels of difficulty you could choose from. You could choose from pretty much easy rolling to absolutely epic and legendary. And they increased the amount of loot you got depending on the the higher difficulty you did. Uh, we tried the highest one you could do on the demo, which I think was hard, uh, the first skull. And yeah. um, you found that you really had to work together. And so that was kind of fun to see that, you know, with other games, you could easily have one person carrying the whole group. This one wasn't really the case. We were all pretty well equally terrible. Um, so we... we uh, we had to really rely on each other to be able to pick each other up and um, call out strategies and call out locations and call out um, just general gameplay. And so that was really fun and made the uh, the overall experience much more fun. I mean, I, I remember a very big light bulb moment that we had. We were kind of casually joking around playing, just whatever. Da, 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 da. Then we came to a boss and we were kind of like, da, 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 okay, yeah, boom, boom, kill, kill, ultimates, blah, 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 blah. And then we died. And we all kind of had this moment of like, wait, we actually have to work for this. Yeah, they just it face rolled us like immediately. <laughs> yeah, and so we said, "All right, no, let we're not going to take that." Like, "All right, let's do this. Like, let's call things out. Let's actually make a plan. Let's actually try to get this figured out." And the next time around, it was a lot more fun. We had a lot more callouts. We had a lot more strategy. Um, so 
yeah, they make it just hard enough that you can't just go mindless through there killing things and buff yourself out. You actually have to kind of come back and talk it out to strategize it. I mean, again, coming back to WoW way back in the day, it felt more vanilla WoW. It felt where you know you any mob could kill you and you actually had to talk about it. Um, yeah, like you actually, actually to, like maybe have to die a few times to learn like, oh, I have to learn what these guys do and kind of where things are going to come from. And I have to learn the flow of like just what the mechanics are of the fights and stuff before you can actually just crush them. And I mean, yeah. it didn't take us that long. To be fair, this was only on hard, like they didn't unlock the additional ones, but it, it felt pretty good, especially for the first time going through the content. If I was to do it again, too, like with anybody, at least with if you're a group of four on chat, you should be definitely just setting it to hard. I wouldn't even touch normal. Yeah. And, and what's nice, too, is we have such a, a broad range of skill that, we, that we're working with, too. I mean, obviously, you and I are like the best ones anyway. So, uh, yeah, always. Always. You know, but uh, but yeah, it really worked well with that. So I I enjoyed that piece. I enjoyed um, I enjoyed the abilities that come with it. So like, I don't like the guns, but I like the abilities that come with it. I think that's the point of the game is they want the abilities to be where the power comes from. So yeah. your guns are kind of like I said, the ting 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 constant dots, the constant damage um, hitting them. And then when you are able to drop with for me when I was the ranger to throw my uh, my grenade and my rockets as like a combo it just took just shredded them and you're it just gave you a sense of like yes this is awesome you know so it seems like the guns are really the the on the back burner of really what they're wanting out of the the game that being said dom's character really had a lot it felt like really overpowered because he had so many abilities it seemed like um and more splash damage it seemed as well that he he really seemed to roll a lot more um, because of the abilities and, and that kind of stuff with his class, which I forget, what was his class called again? Uh, he was the Storm, which is essentially the mage or the wizard or whatever. Yeah. And I agree. He It seemed like he was crushing everything. He did a lot more damage than the rest of us, I think, especially because a lot of it seems like it's AOE and it's, it's just really good. But I don't know if necessarily that's a bad thing in all cases because I don't mind you know, having classes that are strong at certain things and even classes that do way more DPS. Uh, I mean, it's a co-op game, so you don't have to worry about imbalance as much um, in that sense. But I wonder if there are hopefully cases or different types of fights or different areas of the game where other classes would shine. Uh, because yeah. right now I feel like the Colossus for me is the tank character and I feel like he is not at least for where I played was not, did not feel very useful. Um, but, and part of that might be like the gear I had and like not really understanding like uh, exactly how to play the class very well, but it didn't really feel like I was a tank at all. Uh, I felt like I was just as flimsy as everybody else. And I don't really like the shield mechanic because you essentially have to stop doing everything else and just put up your shield. It's kind of like Reinhardt in Overwatch, but way weaker. Um, yeah. And, and then if it goes down, which it does immediately, like then, I don't know, it just doesn't feel great. Um, and I like the idea of it and like the taunt mechanic. I just didn't get enough practice maybe um, and enough of the right armor and buffs and stuff equipped to really test out if that's like a viable strategy of me to be up in the front and then everybody else up to be in the back. I really like the idea of it. But yeah, not enough chance to test it out, I guess. 
But yeah, I, I really like the customization of the classes as well. I think for, yeah. for mine alone, even on the Colossus, like I started with um, like a kind of a build, the default build probably with just a bunch of kind of mortars and rockets and stuff that would be on my different buttons. And then I found like this electricity turret that would go like on my shoulder that I swapped out for one of the mortars that was just like an auto turret. So I would just like press a bumper and then it would just instantly start electrocuting everything within like five meters or whatever. Uh, so you just like, I just kind of got into a rhythm of like, oh, I'm just going to run shooting at them and then constantly press this button and the electricity will just zap everything. And I, I really like the, it just changed the entire flow of the combat for me, like just from swapping out one item. And then, and then I found a taunt item, which like I was messing around with that a little bit. There's just, I don't know how many options there are, but even within the few hours that we played on Friday night and finding a few upgrades there, like there's, there's a lot of variety. <laughs> it, it reminded me of playing Diablo or Path of Exile and going through the game and finding new items and then trying to create a build off of like an item that I thought was interesting. Yeah, same with me when I was the ranger. It, you know, he, he's kind of the supposed to be the well-balanced, you know, help with many different types of tasks and abilities. And so he wasn't really the high, he's not high DPS, but he can handle his own, but he's not super flimsy, but he also can't tank anything. Um, but when I got my ability to drop a bubble shield, that's when I found a lot of value in my ability to where whenever somebody would die, you could, I could just fly in, drop a bubble over them and res them. And so like I became the reser of the group because I could easily go into a high density area and potentially get enough um, help from the shield to be able to res. And then it goes down and then you get out of there and take maybe half damage kind of thing, but you're able to get somebody up. Um, you know, the, it was really helpful to do that. So yeah, it's kind of fun when you get these new abilities that you can constantly interchange and swap out from your build. So potentially, I would imagine you'd be able to get some pretty cool combinations and some pretty cool um, gear. And I, th yeah, I think I think potentially it could be a pretty cool, pretty cool concept, pretty cool game. It's uh, the only problem is it's all PVE, so you know we'll have to see if Brian could be willing to to jump in and do that as well. But yeah, it seems like a very interesting game. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. You think you hit pretty much everything that I think is that jumped out at me as a positive. Um, I like the fact that it's four four team um, game, four player game. It's hard to find five people to play a game typically, but uh, four is always a good one. Um, and it sounds like they're going to keep it to four for even like if they do more content in the future or different types of content. It sounds like they're going to keep stick with the four, which which I like because I didn't like how Destiny did. I love the idea of the raid, and I've done a couple of them and they're they're really cool but it's really frustrating to have to first find three which is a weird number for strikes and then and then double that for the the most interesting content in the game uh it it makes way more sense to me to just have whatever number you're going to do just stick to that number so then you can get your group of friends and then not have to deal with it or kick people out or do this kind of thing if you're going to do specific things in the game uh, it just is frustrating. So I, I like the idea of four all the way through. And it's it's a good number for our group. Yeah. So what was one of the things that you disliked the most about it or was one of the frustrating things about the the demo? Oh, I think I've been thinking about this uh, <laughs> all weekend because I feel like playing it, I was super pumped actually. And I was almost ready to just be like, okay, guys, 
this is our game now. Let's do it. Because uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I had a super a super good time. And the dungeon, especially the one dungeon that they had. Yeah, that was fun. I don't remember what they're called. Stronghold with the spider boss at the end. Like, I was just like, wow, this is this is exactly, I think, what I want from this type of game. I want it to be like interesting mechanics, like a lot of gear customization like Diablo or Path of Exile, which I, I love those type of games. But it's a it's plays more like an action game, so it's easier to get people like Brian in it who uh, who don't like Diablo or Path of Exile, uh, and it I don't know it just plays really well. But I guess after the weekend is over, I've been thinking about it more, and I think I I don't know if I'm actually that excited to get into it at launch. I'm not I'm not sure if I'm in a preview yet, uh, because I think for me the negatives come from. One, I think the big thing is performance. It's not where it needs to be at all. Uh, and I mean, I don't want to keep comparing it to Destiny, but you have to because it's a it's a the biggest looter in that space on console. And Destiny runs super smooth and it never has any issues. I think it's at 30, at least on the base consoles, but I, I believe it's 30 like all the way around. I think you have to get to PC to PC to get to 60 FPS. And honestly, on, at, with Destiny on console, 30 FPS feels fine, but it feels fine because it's locked and it never uh, dips hardly. And Anthem is not no. that way. It dips a lot. And especially when the fights get heated, which they do a lot because there's a lot of swarming and especially in that sp- spider dungeon, it's like there's s- waves and waves and waves coming out. And when Dom is up there in the sky, like shooting fire and electricity and ice bombs everywhere, like it just it struggles and I'm on the Xbox one X and I would imagine that it probably struggles a bit more on the base. Xbox yeah. Which is what I'm on. I'm well. on the basic Xbox and yeah. there was times when it was glitching to where it would look like, like people were you know, lag hacking. Um, they would, you'd see the explosion. They kind of glitch for a second and it would bounce back very quickly. It would come back and be like, Oh shoot, here we go. But it was very obvious that there was weird glitches. Where I noticed the frame rate the most is was actually in town. Ironically, when there was less action, when you when you pan left yeah. and right, it felt really weird. Um, now that may get cleaned the, up. Yeah, there's so much motion blur. Yes. There, I I don't know why. Uh, I mean, yeah, it might get cleaned up. And I I know they've done a lot of talking about like, yeah, we're fixing bugs. We're not pushing them to the demo. We're safe. We're doing it all the launch build because we don't want to worry about managing to build simultaneously because it's only for the weekend so you know give them the benefit of the doubt maybe uh but uh it's not that far away so i doubt uh all this is going to be cleaned up by then there's no way uh so i i would imagine performance is still going to be a little bit wonky um at launch um hopefully though they will get on it and at least uh uh, patch it because it's possible it doesn't feel like um unattainably bad (laughs) because it feels pretty close it just there's areas where it's rough and yeah in town feels like that's just optimization that they need to do because it should not be low there's not a lot of stuff going on um and the motion blur is ridiculously high like i i think there actually might be an option to turn that off but i didn't look while we were playing um and i don't know if that would help but even if not like it it's pretty bad when it's on so they should figure that out um yeah, I think uh, so. Performance aside, that's it's rough. That's for one. I think that makes me not want to buy it launch day anyway, uh, just because it needs to perform better. I'd rather wait uh, down the line until they can patch it out and optimize everything. Uh, I think beyond that, 
I just don't know if we know enough about the game, to be honest, to know like what they're doing with it. I think they did something on Sunday afternoon that I mean, that was was. Was that the yeah. Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah, that was the Super Bowl. So we we were we were gone um, over at fa- with family. So I wasn't on Sunday, but I guess they did like an event or something like a preview of kind of this is the type of stuff we're going to do, you know, as part of our ongoing plan. And I think it was kind of like almost like these riffs that kind of started popping out in the free roam world, uh, but that were synced up on the server. So then like you'd go out with a group and then maybe I don't know if you see something pop up on the map or that kind of thing or the weather is different. So you fly to it. But then I guess like a lot of Titans, those big hulky guys like start dropping out of the sky and then you so it's kind of just like a big public event. Uh, similar to like, you know, Destiny has stuff like that. There's every game in recent memory has a lot of stuff like that. Uh, I don't know if it's cooler than those. <laughs> uh, not sure. But anyways, so there is a little bit more than what we've seen. But beyond that, I believe there's only three strongholds, which is the dungeon that we did. And that's it for launch, which doesn't no, seem like enough to not me. Enough. Uh, Des- Destiny also had three and it was not enough for me. Uh, it might be enough for some people, but I'm just not okay repeating that that type of content yeah, over and over. I could probably do a three. stronghold maybe three times as long as, you know, with no, with like the average drops. If one of those three times I got a legendary or like a really high item, I would be more intrigued and interested in, in playing it again and repeating it to grind out to get some items. But if you don't get those big items right away, or if there isn't much value in it in terms of the items, I'm not going to grind that. Like once you've done it three times, it's pretty well, much done. And I think, um, you know, they're going, this is the thing that I really don't know. And the thing that really is like the question mark for me is sure. There's three dungeons, like to be fair, destiny started with three. So it's not like they're, it's not like they have an obscenely low amount of content for the genre on console. Uh, they have like, similar to what destiny had on launch or destiny two in recent memory. Um, they don't have a raid though. So that's a knock against them for, in terms of like how much stuff they got. Uh, the free play looks like a big map, but I don't know enough about it to know, like, is there anything going on out here? Cause it looks pretty empty when you fly around, but uh, we didn't really fly around in specifically free play that much in, in the time that we had with the game. So I don't know if it's different based on if you're not on a mission, is, is there more stuff that spawns? I don't know. Um, but I think for me, here's where I am wondering like what's going to happen or what, what their model is. The difficulty levels beyond hard are, I believe there's three. It's like Grandmaster 1, 2, and 3, I think is what they call them. It reminds me similar to the way Diablo scales its difficulty um, beyond you know, when you get through the campaign and then you want to replay all the content, you just have the, you can put the difficulty up to whatever you want. And there's like 10 scales beyond that. And you just put it up one at a time. And for each one you put it up, the, it'll get harder. It'll get more, like more difficult, but you'll also get more percent drop for certain items or like legendary items or magical items, that type of thing. It's really similar to that. It's just that I don't know if, anthem is if the content in anthem is as interesting as something like diablo uh, mainly because the only stuff on the difficulty thing said like 
yeah, we'll we'll bump the health up of these guys like a certain percentage, and we'll bump the damage they're doing to you up a certain percentage, which that's great. That's pretty much what Diablo does. And we'll bump the percentage that you'll get good items up, which sure, that's what Diablo does. But in something like Diablo or Path of Exile, you'll the loop is okay, I, I go through this dungeon, it's randomly generated, which makes it a little bit interesting and more replayable to start for me because all the pathways are different um, for the most part. Um, but also you'll face roll through like the, you know, all the trash mobs and stuff. And then you get to the elite packs and the elite packs in Diablo are kind of where if you haven't played Diablo, it's a looter, but the elite packs will be like, you know, three blue guys or yellows if they're hard hard elites or stuff like that they'll have like an aura around them and they'll have a random set of all these different abilities that they can have there's tons of them so like maybe one elite pack that you'll find will be like they can teleport and they can shoot fire bombs or these guys can freeze freeze grenade you and they can do electricity or these guys spawn like nova turrets and do poison cloud and it's all random like a brand new game every single time diablo and yeah, and it's all random and it's never the same. So that that's about and Diablo even gets boring for me, sure, and Path of Exile to a point, but those games are infinitely more replayable because their content is designed that way. And from what I've seen of Anthem, I don't know like if we were to replay that that dungeon with the spider boss on the next level up, it seems like it's probably just gonna be the exact same thing, but they have more health and they do more damage. So I don't know. While that does provide some replayability, and I'd, I'd probably get some enjoyment out of, like you said, doing that a few times, hopefully to get some good loot, and then maybe to like tweak the way I'm playing on my character and then do it again. I don't I don't think it has that much longevity if it's just going to be like, oh, it's the yep. same spider guy. And unless, unless like I know that like, like if you play WoW dungeons or WoW raids, like on harder difficulties, they'll do like, oh, if you play it on this difficulty this boss has a, an extra ability or he has an enrage timer extra or like stuff to like the, that. To, to the I can see fight. that yeah. being, yeah. And that could be a way to do it as well, but I don't know if they're doing that. Um, so, and I haven't heard anybody talk about that kind of thing. I think that's probably what's going to break it for me is if it doesn't have any of that, which I kind of think it won't because destiny doesn't. And it seems like that's kind of the model they're going off of in terms of the content that you're playing. Like your character seems like it's based on, and the progression of your character seems like they're pulling it from Diablo or a Path of Exile. But the content that you're playing seems more like it's based on something like Destiny, where you're kind of doing a strike or you're doing a mission or that kind of thing. So I don't know. That was a long spiel about um, that, but I think that's where it, it hangs for me. Is if it's if it's boring, I'll have a good time yeah. with it, but then I'm done. Yeah, I think <laughs> this is one of those games for me. I would not want to pay full price for right away. Um, I know it's also cliche and it's, you know, you know yeah. potentially making an excuse, but it's an EA game. And EA right now has not been um, doing the best in regards of quality and reliability and having a lot of faith in their product personally. So um, I would, yeah, I would wait to buy it. I would wait to see what, what uh, comes from this. I would wait till they send out more content. I would wait to see if there's more javelins that they plan to bring out. Um, there's a lot of things I want to wait on. Um, I think they really shot themselves in the foot by calling this a demo as well because you, I kind of was expecting more polish on a demo than a, a beta. I know we talked about that last time, 
but it, it, again, you know, if you go to our Twitter, WBG Cast, I linked some of the uh, gameplay where we had an issue where I would go into an instance and it didn't load the map properly and I'm just floating in space and I, the other players can walk up to me and I can see the other players and the other players can see me. I don't know actually what you guys saw of me. I don't know if you guys could re- screenshot that or not, but um, yeah, for me, I'm just floating out in the middle of the up in the middle of the sky. And then all of a sudden one of the players comes walking up on an invisible ground in the middle of the sky as well. And so there's some weird glitching. They guided me out the instance. And when I went outside, all of a sudden there was, the textures weren't loading properly. So, I mean, I obviously found a glitch in the game and hopefully those kind of things aren't in the game later when it officially comes out. But again, it's that perception. You know, they put out this product that they called a demo. And if you're wanting me to say, yes, I want to buy this and I want to buy into this game as our new game that we're going to play for, you know, next few months or whatever and be willing to pay this $60 price for your game, I would demand a little bit more polish on something you're going to deem as a demo. And so it was fun. It had a lot of really cool ideas. Um, It was really kind of a fun uh, game to play with everybody. I just wouldn't, wouldn't buy it right now. I just, I don't think it's worth the money right now. I think it's going to probably crash similar to battlefield five where it'll be interesting um, kind of like Titanfall, it will, it will burn bright when it first comes out and then watch after about three weeks after it releases, you, you won't hear much about the game anymore. It's going to be probably pretty well dying off. So you can mark this. I think so. I think in three you weeks so? to a month, it's going to be dying out. I, I'm really interested to see how this launch goes because I mean, you're right. I, I wouldn't recommend getting this game at launch. I I have no faith in EA or a lot of faith in Bioware at this point. Um, uh, I they can make good products. Bioware is uh, they have a lot of talented people there. I just it feels like from that playing the demo, like they need six more months for this man. Like they they, they I don't did know why. say they did say that what <laughs> we're playing on for the demo was a a six months ago product so like they i mean they fully admitted that we were only sure. working on something that they had Are you sure with six months or did they say six weeks uh, was it I six weeks say, i almost want to say it they said six, six weeks. weeks i can't yeah, remember you may now, be right. but 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 it, to your point it's like why are they calling it a demo and why are they bringing it out this late in the game like they should have been doing this like at least three months ago uh even if it was the same you know it's just terrible perception of product when you're this close yep. to launch and it's this bad. Um, and I mean, fine. Like we won't, we won't buy the product uh, at launch and we'll see what happens. But I, I don't know. I feel like at least compared to something like battlefield five, I feel like this space is people. There's not as much competition right now because destiny is yep. kind of done, yep. done its thing for kind of been out the division two is not quite out. That'll be like, I guess it's main competitor, but it's so different in terms of theme that I don't, I don't know if they have to worry about the division or not. I know it's, it's super popular. It's just like, it's a military game, not a, not a sci-fi robot game. So I don't know. I think they have a decent chance compared, like depending on how they respond to uh, all the stuff that's going to go wrong on launch day, which you know it will. Um, And, and that, and then how, you know, how, what's their content plan? 
How fast are they going to deliver content? Is it going to cost money? They've said that all the updates, like expansions and that type of stuff, are going to be free. Um, and what does that mean for how often it's going to happen? And what does that mean for how much microtransactions are going to cost? And how, I don't know. I have a lot of questions. So yeah, we, our group, <laughs> I don't think we'll be buying the game probably right now. But on a positive note, at least to wrap up things, I had a lot of fun on Friday night and like that going through that whole uh, like doing the, the few missions that they had in the demo with the group of us and then going just flying around, which is the flying's great. Um, the mechanics of the movement and going like ground pounding from the air and going into some of the abilities like it's just it feels really good. And then uh, going into that dungeon at the end of the night, which is the last thing we did, like it felt awesome. And there's not quite anything like it out on console right now, um, Agreed. I would say, at least not from this perspective. Um, so I, I feel like I'm not going to get it at launch because I don't really trust them enough uh, to provide a quality product yet. But if it if they do stick with it and support it, I I would love to maybe purchase it, you know, maybe in a few months down the road once we see what's going on. Because I think we could really enjoy it for a while, even if it is just a let's go through the story, let's grind out until we get some sick gear and then just do it a couple times and be done. Uh, I, it doesn't have to be a forever game, uh, but it, it it does have um, something there. I think. Yeah, that's why I think for me it's a $30 game, um, not a $60 game. But yeah, I agree. I had a lot of fun. My only issues were when we had the when I had to do the restart and Dom had to do the restart and there was you know, some glitches like that. But the truth is it was a fun game to play. Uh, they had a lot of great mechanics, a lot of great things, very visually entertaining. Uh, but yeah, I would say they did not paint their themselves in a positive light, calling it a demo with the product that they rolled out. And so because of that, I'm out. Yeah, I think me too, at least for now. <laughs> My Shark Tank reference. Oh, I didn't get the reference, but um, I should have because I've seen that show. Um, <laughs> do you not I watch do Shark not, Tank? But, well, Brian watches it, so he's he's we used to watch it sometimes, but... Yeah, I'm out too. Oh, yeah, I don't watch it a whole lot. Serena watches it more than I do, but um, but anyways, I I would love to maybe look at it again once it's out for a few weeks and like we get everybody else's perspectives who get paid to get the game and see how crappy it is. Um, so I guess then we'll know more. Yeah, well, I think we've gone long enough today. Uh, it's, sorry again if you're not somebody who likes to listen to an hour and a half podcast, but. We appreciate you hanging out with us um, and we'll see you again next week. Thanks again. Yep. Thank you. Thank you.